you're listening to the Bridal Business Bootcamp Podcast. I'm your host, Jameson Evans. We offer authentic interviews from leaders in our industry to help you scale your business. From advertising and marketing, to business branding, and even self-care, we talk about it all on this podcast. Our goal is to help you grow and find success within the wedding industry. So wherever you're listening today, thank you for being here, and I hope you truly enjoy today's conversation. Today on the podcast, I have the opportunity to speak with Angel of Angel Shree Photography. And Angel's been in the industry for over 20 years. She's a serious veteran in this industry. And something she's really good at is her social media and storytelling on her social media. And so today she gives her insight, some tips, and really her heart into what she's done to really make her social media successful tell a story, speak to her potential clients, her current clients, and even past clients, and how she really just dives deep and goes all in with those stories when she's posting. And I hope that really inspires you to tell a story with your social media as well. Enjoy. Ten Hut, the Bridal Business Bootcamp is officially working your business into shape. This is your official invitation to join our squad of wedding vendors to help each other gain community and grow their businesses. Not only do we offer exclusive wedding business education, one-on-one coaching, live events, but much, much more. If you're ready to take your business to a new level, then you must enlist for our squad. Visit our website, bridalbusinessbootcamp.com. Well, Angel, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm looking forward to this conversation. I'm really excited about it. But before we dive into that, share with everyone who you are and how you started your business. Okay. I am Angel Cherie with Angel Cherie Photography. And this year is actually my 20th year as a photographer. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm very excited about it that I'm still doing what I absolutely love. I started this journey back when I was 18, giving out my age there, (laughs) (laughs) when I graduated from high school. And I was inspired by my grandfather, who was an award-winning photographer with the Air Force and Air National Guard. And he kind of threw a manual 35-millimeter camera into my lap and said, here you go, take my picture and my kilt in front of the ocean And let's see how you do, basically. And at that moment, I fell in love. And then when he got the film back, I was even more inspired. And he told me I had an eye. And he was just mentoring me through the process and everything. And I went from there. And I started working at studios. And I managed a couple studios. And then I decided to go out on my own with Angel Sharif Photography. And that's how it all began. Wow. And I started in 2000 as well. So I've I've been on for 20 years. I was 18. So very similar stories in that case. Didn't know what I was doing when I started, but definitely have learned since. But um, well, congratulations. That's a big feat. I think it's pretty rare in the wedding industry to have veterans. I think you're either, well, I take that back. I think you're either a veteran or you're new. (laughs) The the middle ground is kind of an interesting (laughs) place, but... So what has changed when it comes to your photography between now and then? So much has changed. I mean, as you know, we went through a recession. Right. The biggest change is social media. 
everything being so visual these days, everything has to be on point for our visual generation. And that's how people, that's what they want. They, you know, instead of meeting up with you and having that initial meeting that we were used to having, it's now done like they are interviewing you through Instagram. <laughs> it, it's so true. And they go through and they, they absolutely love you. I have people that reach out to me that have followed me for years that are now engaged. They'll be like, oh, I have followed you for so long. I love your photography. And now I'm finally engaged, so I'm reaching out. But that's the biggest stride that has been made since I started is the whole social media thing and having to learn basically something completely new. It's a completely different craft than our craft. (laughs) Right. And I don't mean to cut you off. I just, on that topic, it's really true. Today, I had an interesting kind of conversation. I go to a gym nine round and I love it to death. And the owner came out and she goes, oh, I'm so happy to see you. You know, you look so busy. You're doing so well. And it's such a funny thing. It kind of set in my brain where I am very busy, but it's so interesting what social media does and how it shows you. And it shows you can look like you're as busy as possible (laughs) when you may (laughs) not have a lot going on. And social media is such an interesting outlet in how you can perceive yourself. And while I am very busy and I do have a lot going on, I think it's really important for us vendors to stay relevant. And that kind of parlays into our conversation because when I was, we're thinking about topics into what to talk about, I looked up kind of your social media and I think you're really great at storytelling. And it's something, if anyone follows Jasmine Starr, you should. She's amazing. If you don't, you should. And she talks a lot about storytelling. And so you definitely have that. So kind of talk to me, how do you go about your social media on a day-to-day basis? And do you have any kind of consistency that you try to stick to? Yeah, I have done all the research that I feel like so many of my fellow colleagues have done with social media. It starts with, we try to post once a day. And there's always those sweet spots during the day to post around noon, where people are having lunch and they're not working. And then the other one is around seven or eight o'clock at night when people are wrapping up their night, they're done with dinner, and they are able to sit down, relax, and then scroll through their feed again. The other one is really early in the morning, but I have noticed that it's not as good as the noon or seven o'clock spot. It's interesting that you say that. Just real quick point. I was recently, my best friend's a photographer. And so we went to kind of a class in, where were we? Idaho? No, not Idaho. Utah. Completely different states. But Uh (laughs) we were in Utah. And we were two hours ahead. And I had posted in the morning when I woke up like I normally do. It was like, I guess, three o'clock in the morning, California time. And it was really interesting to me. I got a lot of interaction from that post. And I I was kept looking at it going like, what's different? It might have been the early morning. So keep going. That was an interesting kind of sidebar. Yeah. So there's that. And then So then there's the hashtags that are so notorious for changing on us with the algorithm of Instagram. 
and it is constantly changing. But all of my clientele that I'm recently booking is coming from Instagram. Right. And I ask every single one of them, how did you find me? And they say Instagram. And then I say, what did you look up on Instagram? And they say, hashtag Los Angeles wedding photographer, hashtag Ventura County wedding photographer. I can't express enough how important it is to put the hashtag location and what you do. Right. It's been absolutely wild that I'm like, oh my gosh. So that does work. The hashtags do work. Yes, they do. Right. Um, because we wonder if all of that work that we're putting into it is actually working. And these people that are, you know, coming to me from that, they may not like your picture or they may not follow you initially, but they found you and they do the scrolling through and then they go to your website, you know, and the link in your bio and then they contact you. So you may not notice that you're getting these people looking. If you look at your stats, you will kind of, but it's just wild the way it works these days. And as far as storytelling, you know, to capture these people, it's so much our job as photographers to be storytellers and to make people feel like they are in the moment when they're looking at your image and then when they read your caption you really want them to feel like they were there right and I just do the best way I can by just describing the moment describing the bride and the groom the love that was felt in that moment that you captured what was going on I mean even if you can add in there like the flowers that were around or where the sun was if it was golden hour or blue moon hour, the love that they feel between each other. People just love that. They like the mushy stuff, you know, when they're looking at the wedding pictures. And that's just my biggest advice with storytelling is just making people feel like they're there. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It's it's interesting. Just today I posted something where it was, you know, a cake cutting photo and a not related wedding that I recently did. One of the flower girls was, she was really cute. She was like three years old and she's just about to go down the aisle and she looks at me very excited. And she goes, if I do a good job, then I can get a piece of cake. And obviously her mom was bribing her. And I started laughing and I totally made a mental note of that. And then today I posted about it and I posted, you know, a picture of cake cutting and it's gotten so many people to comment. And I think it's really important for people to know that Instagram is definitely on the forefront of, like you said, your resume. And so if you can tell a story with it, if you can make them laugh, if you can get them to comment, your algorithm goes up. And and I'm not wording this correctly because I'm definitely not a professional at it. But the more people that can actually comment and take the time to post more than three words in their comment, it brings you to the top of the algorithm. So, Oh, it totally does. And with the more that you write and the longer your story it brings you up in line, like you're literally climbing the algorithm the longer somebody is on your post. Exactly. Exactly. Don't write three words. Write the story. Write the story. Make people feel it. And it's so funny that you say that about the 
the little girl that says she's going to get the cake because I posted a picture of a little tiny ring bearer. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And people totally dug this post and they were sharing it and love that. It was just so cute because he was walking down the aisle and he was carrying the rings in this little suitcase and he had glasses on and he was walking slow and all he was saying to himself walking down the aisle was walk slow, walk slow, walk slow, oh. walk slow <laughs> the whole time down. And I, I told the story on Instagram and everybody that was at that wedding was giggling because he was just, he was so serious about it and he knew he had to walk slow. So he was telling himself the whole way down, walk slow, walk slow, walk slow. <laughs> so cute. I actually encourage my couples not to bring flower girls or ring bearers to the rehearsal. And it's merely because I love what happens when it's the first time they're going down the aisle. Um, It's nice for them to see what they're doing ahead of time, but you just never know. I had one little girl that was spinning in circles and she was letting her flower petals like were shooting out from the side. And it was so funny. She just kept spinning and spinning. And so there's definitely, you know, again, content and things that you can post about and let people know and and the storytelling and the Instagram are really important. So social media is definitely, I, I just recently I was planning a wedding or I am planning a wedding for a couple who are getting married in Jamaica. And so the first thing I did was I typed in Jamaica flowers and just wow, um, yeah. Jamaica wedding, you know, and tried to look and see who I would go with in Montego Bay. And so you're totally right on the location because that's, that's very important. Oh, totally. Yeah. So what else do you do when it comes to a day-to-day basis? So your pictures and just how I'm looking at are super consistent to a look. Do you try to choose particular pictures or do you just kind of choose ones that you really like? Particular pictures, the daily struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Picking a picture for the social media feed is quite the process. And it's trying to keep that same look consistency and the same look so that when somebody goes onto your page it just looks like a book to them like it looks like a movie it looks just like a beautiful consistency and it's so hard because sometimes you get the most amazing image that completely will throw the look off but if it's that good of a picture post it Right. You know, and then you'll just, you know, kind of start it, start again. It's almost like a refresh, right. but that consistency is so important. And also, you know, getting enough pictures of close ups, like the dreamy bride and groom picture, and then just the bride, and then just the bouquet, and then just the cake, you know, like to give the whole, like, different array of pictures that we take during the day. And also what's important is the stories, you know, that's a whole big thing now. And if you're not active on stories, your algorithm goes down there too. Right. So in the stories, you know, you try to create a storyboard there, you know, and there's so many great apps now where you can spruce your stories up and um, make it fun. Like I just did a story of, a groom first look joke where, you know, the best friend dressed up in the wedding dress and 
came and tapped on his shoulders and the groom was like totally crying because he thought he was going to see his bride and I felt so bad for him. (laughs) And he turns around and it's his best friend and it turned into the most hysterical, crying, laughing moment. And it was his brother. But the story that was told in the story, you know, when they're able to go to the next image was just great because it was like it was literally like flipping through a book so you can totally take advantage of stories like that and tag the vendors in there so that they can share it on theirs and that's another thing that's a whole other (laughs) subject is you know tagging everybody because they will share your stuff right and then you're just being seen more and more through that and the more that you can get your images shared the more you're just going to get around. Yeah. On a photographer's standpoint, advice that I have is it's really important that once you've done, even if it's sneak peeks, that you send it to every one of the vendors, including the officiant, including the rentals. If you can just send them you know, five photos that you were really proud of from that wedding that they worked on. I mean, your whole goal is to get them shared and then vice versa, asking them, Hey, can you go ahead and post? If you post any of these pictures, will you please tag me? You know, it's definitely, there's a give and take here. You know, if you want people to post more than three words, you know, in a comment, then spend, you know, five to 10 minutes a day and, and go through fellow vendors and comments on their posts that they've, that they posted that day and more than three words. And, you know, yeah. it's definitely this kind of like give and take. And one thing, and I mentioned Jasmine Star in the beginning because she has an Instagram course and it's called Insta360, Insta something, 180, something like that, (laughs) something turning, but it's an amazing course. And one thing that I learned that she was really great about is when you're posting a picture, you pick out a particular color in that photo that you're posting to post the next picture. So for example, if it's greenery and the sun setting, then you kind of pull out that greenery for the next photo that you post. So then everything kind of has a consistent flow to it. Oh, that's a good idea. See, I never thought about that, but that's, that's amazing. Yeah. If, you know, if there's some pink, there's pink dresses or pink bridesmaids dresses, then you post, you know, something with pink flowers for the next one. So then everything kind of has just a, a nice kind of consistent flow. So then it just really looks aesthetically pleasing when people go onto your Instagram. So Gosh, there's so much that we can absolutely talk about. And I think social media is just something that everyone kind of soaks it up because we need that refresher and that reminder on a consistent basis to keep it up. (laughs) Keep posting. (laughs) Keep posting. Your clients are coming through there. I'm telling you. Yes. It's a tool and it's definitely something to be learned. But once you get the hang of it, it's, it's pretty smooth. But if you're anything like me, you'll sit there for two hours trying to figure out which picture to post that will go with your flow. <laughs> right. But it's so worth it if you really think about it, because if people are actually looking for you and booking you through what they saw on Instagram, then it's worth taking that time and that effort to post your best. Exactly. And it's okay to take a day or two off. Like if you're overwhelmed, with social media, which can happen very easily, then take your little break. It's okay. It's not going to kill you or your business. People will be happy to see you when you come back. 
Amen, sister. I totally agree with that. There's some days where I'm like, I'm just not posting anything because I'm not going to, I just don't have the time. But I think on the other side too, if you post more than once in a day, we're not at that point anymore where it's like, you know, one time only, you know, end every day. And, you know, it's, there's a little bit more of this kind of this flow that we're trying to all get into. So well, yeah. share with everyone, how can they find your Instagram? How can they follow you? And then give me a little snippet on what is super special about your photography. Okay. So you can find me at Angel Cherie Photography. And it's spell it for me just so we have it. It's A-N-G-E-L-S-H-E-R-E-E Photography. My style is true. I feel like it's just true to the moment. And it's it's got the light and airy vibe to it. But it also has some color still that has a little bit of um a little bit of a pop still. And I like to say it's my own style. I feel like I'm not much like everybody else. There's just a romantic natural, organic feel to my photos. Right. I just like to get that in the moment picture. Yeah. That little snippet. Yep. Your Instagram is beautiful. So you're doing Thank a great you job. So much. <laughs> well, congratulations again on the 20 years. I so appreciate your time and just sharing your insight into Instagram because I think you're definitely doing really well with it. So thank you. Thank you. And congratulations to you on your 20 years. Man, <laughs> we should go get some lunch yes. or yes. cake. <laughs> Have a pina colada. <laughs> yes, all of the above. I'm down. <laughs> well, thank you, Angel. It's so nice to talk to you. You too, Jamie. Well, there you have it. Another amazing conversation on the Bridal Business Bootcamp podcast. I hope you're able to gain some insight and to help you grow your business. Please make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast to help us find more listeners. And don't forget, we now have a new online sales workshop available to help you sharpen your sales skills and book more events. Make sure to visit our website at thebridalbusinessbootcamp.com. I wish you an amazing, busy, and memorable wedding week.